Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I am talking to you guys about being vulnerable and asking for help. Now I know that I've done a topic about asking for help before, but as you know, before I even do this podcast, I sit in a little meditation and I ask what the collective needs to hear. And this is what rang through loud and clear. So why do we find it so difficult to ask for help? I know that many of you out there have a problem with this. And I know this because I follow several people on Facebook and I've seen posts where you put things like, I had to ask for help today. I feel so stupid. I should have known how to do this. And you know what? I absolutely can identify with you. When I was younger, I used to hate to have to go to somebody and ask for help. I used to think that if I went to someone and asked for help, that they would somehow know that I was too stupid to do the job that I was doing. They would know that I wasn't capable and they'd be like, oh my gosh, she almost slipped in and we almost gave her this job when she really isn't qualified. That was what I was thinking when I was younger. And I now know that that is my ego. That was my ego trying to tell me that I wasn't good enough. That was my low self-esteem talking, saying, you don't have what it takes, you're not good enough, you're never going to be able to do this job, and they know it. And I don't know why I felt that way. I really don't, because how are you going to learn if you don't ask questions? And when I work with people, that's like one of the first things that I will you know, tell somebody is, Do you have questions? Ask questions. You know, if you have questions, ask. Because I can't read your mind. And even as a teacher, I say that to my students. I will say, if you don't understand what's going on, ask. Ask a question. And that whole saying of there's never a stupid question. I mean, yes, sometimes people will ask things. You're like, well, okay, I said that 50 times. But still, there isn't a stupid question because you're asking it for a reason. You didn't know what the answer to the question was, so you're trying to get information from someone. And I tell my students, you're probably not the only one confused or not the only one sitting there wondering, and you you need to ask because maybe you're asking a question that someone else had to. And if we would just really get into the habit of asking questions... Things would be so much easier for us and life would be better because we go through struggling with things. We struggle. And it's the same thing in the classroom. Students will struggle. And then they come up to me and they'll say, well, I don't know what I don't get. And then they just start talking to me. And then through talking, we find out it's something really easy. Something like an easy fix. Like, oh, you just don't understand how to conjugate a verb. I can help you with that. Now that we know what it is you don't understand. And I can show you how to learn this. Well, same thing with us. You know, we go through life and we're like, "Uh, I don't understand how to do this. I don't know what to do. So you feel like you're just coasting through life. Like you're 
in over your head and you feel like you're just, you're treading water and you're struggling to stay afloat and it gets so difficult. Like you're so tired, you're exhausted because it's mentally exhausting and physically exhausting to need help and not ask for it. It really is. And that can be in any area of your life. It could be in your finances. It could be with chores around your house. It could be in your work, any area of your life, in your relationships. When you need something from someone and you don't speak up for yourself, you're not advocating for yourself and you're going to struggle and you're going to suffer. You're going to be exhausted physically, mentally, emotionally, because you are not taking care of yourself. Part of self-care and having your most basic needs being met is to feel in balance. And when you don't understand what you're doing, you need help and you're not asking for it, things are going to be out of balance. You're going to feel like you have all of the responsibilities on your shoulder. And again, I like to picture the Atlas. You know, he's standing there and the world's on his shoulders and it looks really heavy and there's no one around to help. And that's what you're going to feel like. And you're going to become very angry and resentful of those around you for not helping you. And I can tell you this because I have experienced this. And then when the least little thing gets added to it, you know, the straw that broke the camel's back, as they always say, when someone adds a tiny little thing to your load, you're going to lose it. You're going to be like, I can't handle this. And you're just going to flip out on everyone around you. And they're all going to look at you like you're crazy. But it's because you didn't ask for help. And how do I know exactly what you're going through? Because guess who's very bad at asking for help for a long time? Again, for me, I remember this very distinctly. I would get this feeling in my stomach. Like I would try to do everything by myself when I started this new job, when I was a finance manager. I tried to do it all. I didn't want to ask 50 questions because I felt like I had already asked 50 questions of my boss. I was like, she hates me because she thinks that I just ask all these questions. But this is a job that I had never done before. I'd never been a finance manager before. I majored in business, but not finance specifically, and not accounting, which is basically what I was doing. So I am sitting here trying to figure this out and I don't want to ask for help. So I try to just do it myself. Simple things even. Let me give you an example. This is, I mean, this is also going to date me and show my age. But anyway, we had a dot matrix printer in the office and I was in charge of payroll and I had to print the checks for people because yes, this was before direct deposit. Everybody had to have a physical check. And the dots on the side of the printer just had to line up perfectly with the checks. And you had to fold the flap down on the printer. And she showed me this. And I was like, okay, I got it. Yeah, this is easy. So the first time I did it, it wasn't lined up right. And the checks were all printing off. And I ruined like three checks or something because I was able to stop it. But oh my gosh, like the feeling in my stomach was like, you know, I felt like sick and oh my gosh, now I have to tell her because, you know, we have to account for the checks and, and she was like, why didn't you just ask me? We ruined three checks and the, like the bosses were very like, 
owners of the company were very, very meticulous about not wasting anything. And here we had these checks and they were expensive checks and a few of them were wasted. And so we had to explain that. And she just looked at me like I was an idiot at first, but she said, well, why didn't you just ask? And I said, well, I feel like, you know, I've been asking you question after question and I didn't want you to think that I was stupid, you know, which I did when she looked at me like I was. And then she just, her face changed and she was like, oh, well, you don't have to worry about that. Ask me. You're not bothering me. Just ask me. And I think for most of us, that's our fear is that if we ask for help, we're going to look like we don't know what we're doing or people are going to look at us like we're stupid where if it's your family, they're going to just be annoyed and it's going to be a whole deal to ask them to help you. But that's not the case. And in my situation, it was really like that moment. That moment for me was where I decided, okay, I got to ask for help when I don't know what I'm doing. And I'm up be- before that and up until then, I would not and not ask. And now I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask, you know, it's, what's the worst thing that can happen? I just need to ask. So I always open my mouth now and ask, even when other people are like, well, I don't know, should we ask? I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. I don't care. Because I've realized and learned that our ego is what is telling us not to. It's making things worse for us. We start imagining the worst case scenario and what's somebody going to say? And we don't know. You're not going to know unless you just ask. I can think of another situation that just happened recently. My um, television in my room, it, I don't know, it was just going to like a blank screen. It was not doing anything. And I was frustrated, you know. I had parent-teacher conferences, so I was able to sleep in the next day which is not normal, you know, through the week that I get to do that unless it's summertime. And I was like, oh, I'm going to watch some TV and catch up on some stuff. And I turn it on and nothing. I was like, are you kidding me? This is the one night where I can stay up late and I can enjoy it and watch some TV and now nothing. So I decided to just ask my son if he would look at it. You know, I was like, oh, he probably doesn't really know. But he went in there. And he spent, he took his time and he's looking at the TV and he's looking at the connection and he's like, no, I think your TV is bad. He's like, hold on. And he brings me another TV. He's like, oh, we had this extra TV in my room. I was using it for like two screens to, he does video games and stuff. We're like, here, you know, use this. And he hooked it all up. And so the outcome was great. I wasn't expecting, like when I ask him I thought he would just say like oh, I don't know and then just walk out you know and not only did he not say that he came in and set everything up and then I had a new tv to watch so I was still able to watch tv and enjoy it that night which was so awesome and I've been finding more and more lately that when I ask one time about something he's just been making it a habit like I ask him to feed the dog one day and Every day he's like already done it before I've even been able to say, hey, can you do this? And again, I wouldn't know that they would do these things for me if I didn't ask. And I know 
people out there listening who have kids are like, well, I ask my kids and I have to scream at them and ask them five times before they'll actually listen and do anything. And I get that too. If I ask him to clean his room, that would be something different. But there are little things that you can do that you can ask for help with. Little things, you know, like carrying in the groceries. That's a little thing, but for you, you have to, if you're like me, I try to carry every bag in at the same time, and I do look like Atlas because I've got all these grocery bags and everything in my hand. I've got like 16 bags. My neighbors probably think I'm a weirdo. Like, why Why wouldn't she just make two trips? I don't know. It's a thing. I don't want to make two trips. I try to try to... I think it's like a game for me. How many bags can I carry in? How bad can I make my back before I get old? But anyway, that is one thing that I ask one time for help. And now when I pull up with the groceries here, they are to help. And it's something that I just always just did before. And then something just said, why, you know, just ask. So I did. And now I get the help. They come out and when their friends are over or his girlfriend's there, like they both come out and help, which is so sweet. And it's something that, you know, so many of us who are listening, we just, I think because we're people pleasers or whatever, we just try to do everything on our own. We're like, no, I'm going to just do this. We make our lives so much harder than it has to be. And there are so many of you who are out there listening, who are doing everything on your own, and you're probably feeling very resentful and angry and stressed out right now. And the universe is saying, give up some of the control. It's okay to let go of control of things sometimes. And I'll admit, there are times that I still have an issue with this. You know, I was going to hire an intern, okay? It's like, no, and I'm not going to have, I can't pay a lot, but, you know, this is what I'm going to do. And this summer, one of my former students, I didn't have her in class, but she was a student at the school. She went on the trip. She said, oh, I want to go into media, marketing, and all of this. And I said, oh, well, I said, I'm looking for an intern. I was really looking for someone to handle the posting of content because if you follow me on social media at all you know that I post daily on Facebook Instagram and Twitter and I I use a social planner so I plan out you know all my posts and everything because I want everyone to have content daily that is uplifting and and helps them to set their day on a positive note and I don't want to stop doing that but it was getting to be a lot. And so I thought, okay, in fact, Heather, that you know, I'd done that class with, we did the Manifest Your Best Life class. She said to me, Well, why don't you just get an intern? You know, find somebody they, you know, they know you can't pay a lot. Most of them are just working for experience. And I thought, okay, well, that's not a bad idea. So I asked the student, you know, hey, would you be interested? And she said, yes, yes, you know, that's exactly what I want to do. And I said, great, you know. So long story short, this didn't end up working out because I asked her to do the social media planning and that wasn't what she wanted to do. She wanted to do website design. And 
if you've been to my website, you know there's a certain kind of theme that goes along with it. And yes, I designed my website myself, so it's obviously not professionally done. I've done everything myself, so me telling you to get help in a way is a little ironic. But when you're starting your business and you don't have a lot, you've got you've to do it all yourself. And eventually my goal is to be able to relinquish some control to others to get help with that. So she wanted, she had ideas for the website and they did not at all go with anything that it's like, did you look at my site? I don't know. So that didn't work out for me. And, you know, I felt bad, but I know that that's like the universe is saying, okay, you've got to give up some control. And I know that I do. And it's also taking the right people too to help you. But one of the things that I've learned is that you can call on your team to bring you the people who can help you. And it's amazing how they show up. It is amazing how they show up. And I'm super grateful because I've had people step up for me in my life and even just recently and they'll say, can I help you? Can I do this? And I think that's so incredible. And it's when you learn to stop, because just recently I said, I did, I said a prayer to my team. I said, can you please bring people into my life who can help me, who can show me what to do, who can help make my business better? And people have been showing up and it's great. It's amazing. And in the past, whenever I've done that too, courses have shown up that have been perfect and what I needed. And I think it's incredible the way that works. But you can ask your team first and foremost for help and be really honest and direct and be open about how it shows up too because help can show up in the most amazing ways. I was talking to my friend yesterday and I was telling him that I... um, So since taking this new job, it was a little bit of a pay cut as I've said before. And I know this is a big lesson for me too about not getting upset about finances and not being afraid and not letting fear take over and knowing that I'm being taken care of always. And I do that. I trust that. I know that. But I used to get paid once a month, so I would have all of my bills come out like automatically on that date. And now I don't get paid once a month, so it's bi-weekly. So I'm having to adjust and figure out when things are going to come out. And I don't have everything. Like I was trying to figure out all my bills and everything. And I didn't do a very good job the first month because I, um, I didn't go in and adjust some of the automatic payments that came out. And so I ended up being like negative something in the account, which I had savings for that reason to be like, Oh, pull it over. But, um, so it was okay. It worked out, but it was scary. You know, it was a, you look at that and and you could think, Oh my gosh, you know, what's gonna, uh, this is horrible. Like I shouldn't have this whole negative headspace could have occurred where I could have said, why did I take this job? Why did I do this? Blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and you know how it goes. It goes on and on and on and on. And I didn't do that. I just said, okay, okay, this is a learning experience. I need to go in and adjust my bills and, 
you know, what do I need to do? And then I got that I needed to go in and look up every single date, due date for my bills, set it up, and then go in and change the um, the automatic payments if I could. And for some, you can't. They're set, and it's like you got to call if you're going to do that. So I changed the ones that I could, and I made adjustments, and I was like, okay, I can do this. And then I was like thinking to myself, well, I'm not really sure if I made all the correct adjustments and I was worried that there might be something that came out too soon because we got paid Friday. We get paid Friday. And we get this email and it says from the HR director, uh, so we're working with a new bank and they accidentally direct deposited your checks like three days early. So happy Wednesday, Wednesday surprise. And I was shocked. I'm like, what? That never happens. So our paychecks got deposited three days early, which covered what, you know, could have been a disaster again. And um, not only that, but my friend was like, hey, you know, I'm having to pay out of pocket for my children to go to counseling um, for issues that we're dealing with with their dad. And it's expensive. It's $175 for, you know, it's $100 for one and $75 for another. And they have to go like every week or every other week. And that's not covered by insurance. And I'm covering it even though like they're not speaking to their dad and it has to do with their dad. And it's a big mess. So that's been part of another stressful thing for me too. And then I've had people step up like his mom say, I want to give you money. I want to help pay. And a friend of my family say, you know, we want to help you. And that's incredible because, again, if I just got so panicked and worried and upset, things may stay the same. You know, I may see all this debt, all this crap happening, but I chose instead to stop, take a deep breath, and say a little prayer to my team and just say, you know what, I need help in I don't care how it shows up, but if you can help me with this, I need to get my finances in order. I need to get help with my business. I need to get control over all of these things. And things just started showing up. And I think our biggest lesson is that we need to stop and ask our spiritual team, which consists of our angels, our guides, ascended masters, our ancestors, this whole team of people to come in and surround you and like help you. And we just don't ask. They're always willing to help, but they can't intervene unless we ask. And so I think most of the time we just sit there and suffer in silence instead of opening our mouths and just saying, listen, and you don't actually have to speak the words physically. When you pray, you can just think it. It doesn't have to be said out loud. If you want to, you can, but they hear your prayers. And when you say, humbling yourself and saying, I need help. And then being grateful because you know the help is on the way. is one of the most powerful things you can do. And I think that for many of us, humbling ourselves is very difficult to do. Because we want to believe that we are strong and capable And you are. Humbling yourself and asking for help doesn't make you incapable. It just means you didn't have all of the answers. And I don't know anyone who knows everything. I don't know anyone who knows it all. But people who think they do are annoying. I know that. 
I just know people who are learning and who are growing every single day. And the only way that you can learn, the process of learning, is by asking. We ask questions. So it is not at all a weakness or a sign of weakness for you to ask questions. Not at all. So stop being afraid to ask. One of the things that I remember about my childhood too is I used to love to look at photo albums. And my I was blessed with having a... Um, She's actually a cousin. She's my great aunt who just passed away. It's her daughter. She's actually a cousin, but we always called her Aunt Sandy because we, um, she never had children of her own. She's a stepdaughter, and she kind of adopted every child in the family. And she was always taking pictures, always. And even like putting us in dress-up clothes and taking pictures, like that kind of just made it fun. She should have been a photographer, honestly. And so she would take our pictures and we'd have all these photo albums and I love to look at them. And I remember I'd always want to get them out and look at them. And sometimes, you know, my aunt would say, yes, that's fine. And sometimes no, because it's a hassle to get out, which I understand all these photo albums. But I would always be like afraid to ask because I didn't want to hear no. And I'd make my sister go ask. I'd say, Mary, go ask. And same thing. On Christmas morning, we would want to get up really early. We would try to start waking my mom up at like 5 o'clock in the morning. This poor single working mother who had a day to sleep, we'd get her up that early. And we'd start, which my kids, they actually, I had to get my kids up. But we would start getting her up. We'd start at like 5 a.m. We'd send my sister up go ask mom if we can get up now, go ask if it's time. And we'd hear no. And she'd go back down the stairs and then we'd say, go ask again, like half an hour later. And it would be such torture to wait every half hour to ask if we could go, if we could get up on Christmas morning. And we, I would never be the one to go ask because I was afraid of rejection. And that was a big thing for me. Like, I don't want anyone to tell me no. So sometimes I wouldn't ask because I didn't want to hear no. And so maybe that's that fear of hearing no, and that's why you don't ask. But you'll never know if you don't ask. No one else is going to be an advocate for you. You've got to do it yourself. And if you really want to know, can I get the help I need, you've got to ask. And I'm here to tell you, though, that the universe will never tell you no. Or at least they'll never not help you. You may not get the thing that you want, but it's because the universe either has something better for you or the timing isn't right. But the universe will always, always help. You just have to ask because, as I said, they're not going to just step in and intervene without your asking. We came here to learn our lessons, and just like a teacher, the teacher is always quiet during the test. But when you step up and ask... Like even my students, they'll ask me questions during the test. And if I can give them a little help, I will. We don't mind that. All right, guys. Well, I hope that you are going to start being an advocate for yourself. And I wanted to pull a card for you from my new deck, which I'm so super excited about. I absolutely love this deck. 
I was inspired to create this when one of my listeners said I would love to have a little you standing on my shoulder, talking in my ear all day, giving me advice, and I was deeply humbled and flattered by that. But also, um, a light bulb went off for me at that time. I said, you know what? I'm going to create a card deck because that is a way that they can get the messages that they need even if I'm not live at the time or I don't have a new podcast. So this deck was created with guidance from the divine. I was totally guided by the divine to create this because it was like the words were just flying out. So I hope that you enjoy this deck. You can now purchase this deck on my website if you go to melissaopman.com and go to Divine Whispers. It's a tab, one of the pages on my website. There is a PayPal button to order it. There are three options. You can order it with um, just wrapped in shrink wrap, and then it will just be the deck of cards that's wrapped in plastic. That is $33. And also it's $5.99 for shipping. Um, The shipping costs are very, I think they're large, but it's because um, I believe this company is overseas, so that's why they're large. Um, The second option is to get it in a card box. So like a deck of playing cards, it would come in a card box like that, and that is $35. And the third option is the tin, which I have, and it's great. I love it, and it will definitely keep your cards safe. And if you have animals like I do, you definitely want to keep your cards safe. So the tin is... um, I believe $37. It's a very nice tin. So you will see it if you join me on my Facebook lives because I will show you the tin. So the card I pulled for you today is be a beacon of light for others. You have come here with a mission, my dear soul. One part of that mission is to be a light for others in this world that often feels so dark. All too often, we see so much darkness in the world So it is crucial for us to show others that there is light. You can be a beacon of light just by showing the world your kindness. You might be asking yourself, what can I do? The answer is that it is the little things that matter most. Hold open a door for someone, smile and say hi, or pay for someone's coffee. There are so many ways that you can show others our light. What will you do to show your light today? The daily mantra on this card is, Today I will show up and let my light shine. Today I will show kindness towards others. I was born to shine. I give myself permission to shine my divine light. Be the light. Spread the light. All right, guys. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining me. As always, if you like this podcast, please share it with others. Please subscribe. Please leave me some feedback. That helps others find me too. And I super appreciate all of you who have already done all of that. If you subscribe to my website, melissaopman.com, if you go to the homepage, there is what looks like an envelope. If you put your email in there, you will receive a free morning and evening meditation just as a way of saying thank you for signing up. If you would like to work with me, again, you can go to melissaopman.com, check out the services I offer. You can pay for them on the website through PayPal. You can also just email me. To schedule or book a session, you will need to email me. My email is melissaopman77 at gmail.com. Just shoot me an email or you can even text me. My phone number is on my website. 
you can call me, you can message me on Facebook or Instagram, and we can set up a session. I like to handle the bookings myself instead of using an automated program. That way we can get you the best time possible. And uh, I can also just send you an invoice once you pay to. You don't have to pay through my website. We can handle all of that. So don't hesitate to reach out. And don't forget to join me on my Facebook Lives Mondays at 530 Central where I will do a free reading for you. If you show up to the live, I will pull a card for you personally. If you can't make it to the live and you watch the replay and let me know that you watched the replay, I will also pick two or three people on the replay to pull a card for as well. I always send you your messages in your Facebook inbox. So I want to thank you again for being with me today. I hope that you guys have a fabulous day, that you are shining your beautiful divine lights and asking for help. And as always, I am sending you massive love and light, and I will talk to you soon.